Welcome to Click Star, brought to you by Lucky Dice Cafe out of Huntsville, Alabama. Check them out at luckydicecafe.com. And now for your hosts, Daniel Powell, Jason Alvey, and Tyler Spees. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Clickstaff today. This is your host, Daniel Powell, speaking. Just want to let everyone know that Clickstaff is brought to you by Trollandtoad.com. Find HeroClix new and old on Trollandtoad.com, the world's largest HeroClix retailer. Use coupon code Clickstaff for 5% off your HeroClix order. Merchant and pre-order items do not apply. If you like what you're hearing today on Clickstaff, please consider supporting the podcast and everything we do on on patreon.com forward slash clickstuff dollar and above gets you entered into our monthly contest five dollars and above gets you entered into our exclusive discord server and hero clicks classes uh and then joining me today is jason alvey what's up and alex coos hey so I didn't have anything catchy to say for your guys' middle names today, because I'm thinking about, speaking of cool patron things, uh, if you were a patron, you would already be aware that we have launched our own website. Uh, major thanks to uh, Alex for helping us get that launched. Um, and uh, simply, it is clickstoff.com. So yep. thank you, thank you very much, Alex, for all of your work getting that going. Yeah, um, I, I it would have been a lot sooner. I had designed it prior to my the personal events that I had gone through on Easter, and kind of all of that delayed it a lot. <laughs> so um, luckily, it's it's ready. It looks great. I'm excited about it. We we're gonna be publishing a lot of articles on there has links to our patreon our podcast it has links to everything related to us our facebook page all of that is on our website and we'll post articles new stuff about the team all sorts of stuff on there so definitely be sure to check it out super easy website to remember cluestoff.com so yeah yeah i'm super excited that we were able to to get the uh website posted as a actual just clickstuff.com no dot something else or anything and um you know nothing wrong with those folks that do but just a lot easier to brand uh (laughs) clickstuff.com so yeah yeah definitely a lot easier it's i'm excited about it so yeah so alex has his first article up which is uh, his take on what we're talking about today in detail, which is the uh, sideline folks. Um, so with troublemakers and trouble alerts. Uh, so we'll get to that later, a little bit later in the episode. Um, want to first talk about some of the online events, uh, cover some of the cool teams that we've seen there. And first of all, a, a big congratulations to uh, Esteban for uh winning that whole event with uh, his immortal hulk team uh which was immortal hulk 
Mr. Sinister, Magneto, Danger Rooms, Ace, Iron Avengers Assemble, Octopus Arms, Liar, Influence Ring, and a whole bunch of sideline stuff. Um, yep. So Esteban was the one that knocked out my Avengers team. Uh, he played the team really well. Um, I was just not ready for Hulk that day. Um, and Ace, Ace did matter because I missed a seven I think four or five times um, to do some work and I burned all my theme team probs that turn. So um, that kind of sucked. Yeah. I've been, I've been playing around with Esteban's team cause I really liked, really liked it. And mm-hmm. uh, Ace is one of those figures on it. Like you keep looking at it. You're like, ah, it's 60 points. Let's just, that's way too many points. Let's take it off. But every time I look at it, I'm like, I don't know really who to replace her with. Like she yeah, I mean, does a she does a lot. So she does a lot. Now the only thing is with the, all of these results, um, and what and what bothered there was one I guess what bothers me is that there was fifty two players in this event, and there was no Justice League <laughs> Batman teams. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, I I get that she has a counter. Or that Batman has a counter with the uh, Black Widow team and the shifting focus one, but there was only one of those in the top cut. Um, so you know, I, I think I've got to be able to see one of these events go down where someone enters in the Black Widow meta, enters with the Justice League Prime Batman. And it doesn't have to be all in, right? It doesn't have to be the plus 11. It could be, you know, Batman as a uh, secondary attacker type thing or something like that. But Yeah, I was, I've was i been working with Batman before before I started playing Esteban's team as a no theme. Playing him, Gardner, uh, shoot, what were the rest of it? It's just kinda, a, kind of a, a, a collage of a bunch of different pieces to try to make him work. And it, it wasn't bad. Like he just works on a bunch of different teams. It's so I, I think the thing is is that Ace Ace kinda also inhibits Batman, doesn't she? Like you kill her, she kills all the fates outside of the main one. Yeah. Well, so There was So the yeah, I mean I get that. But she's also gonna get one shot or yeah. More specifically, if you're playing the Exospecs version, um, that's only going to tag her for four. So theoretically, you're hitting the team for eight before um, she dies. Um, and then if right. you roll, and if you roll, uh, <laughs> if you roll doubles, she dies, right from the knockback damage. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, off an elevation or something, I get the dealing four and then knockback only put. Well, no, because dealing four would put her on click five and then the knockback would kill her. Right. Um, so you know, there's lots of options. That's what that's what happened when I played her. I admittedly I crit hit, but I dealt knockback damage and she died. So if you know if you give Batman force blast, um, or even push him to that third click with the exo specs, use side blast, pick force blast. She's a goner, um, you know, without without dealing that one unavoidable damage to the team. 
There was one prime Batman Justice League team in the Heroes Throwdown. But it didn't uh, make it out of the pods. Yeah. It was yeah, the same have... pod Esteban was in. Yeah, I'd have to look at whatever was in his pod. Swiss round results. It was it was Esteban with his team, and then Matt Gretchenos' team with Brotherhood, and then there was a Black Widow Avengers uh, plus five team in the same pod. Yeah, so was that Jay's team? No, it was John Nazario's uh, Black Widow team. Yeah. Um, but it, it almost it was it, it almost made it out. Esteban beat him out by three points. Oh, that's right. So that was yeah. That goes back to don't include the tire stack on your team unless you can use it. <laughs> that's yeah. That's, so that's humorous. Yeah, so there was a Prime Batman Future theme team. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I saw that too. So there was a couple of them, but you know, uh, there was a Prime Batman martial artist. But yeah, mm-hmm. maybe I'm just being a little bit picky on some of these things. Um, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I just, th- I just think. I don't know if the JLU Batman just has, and I, I didn't want to take, I didn't mean for us to take so much time talking about this, but uh, it, it sounds so good on paper, but does it just have too many counters? Because, I mean, I feel like Ace, I mean, sure, you could get in a situation where you knock her back and kill her, but if I'm playing against Batman, I'm going to put her in, bunch of, in front of my unit so that way she just can't be knocked back. She just knocks back in, t- in front of another unit. I want you to kill her. So that way you get 60 points, but I get 40. And now Batman is significantly nerfed because he loses all his, his enhancements from Fates. So now you're chilling with Batman who's on click two or maybe you influenced him to three or whatever. And you're going against Hulk, Magneto, Sinister. I mean, they're just going to keep taking one or however many Hulk will take. I'm okay with that. So I feel right. like I feel like Ace is not a hard counter, but maybe a soft counter to make yeah. them rethink about just oh I'm gonna blast your team a bunch because mm-hmm. you don't want to lose all those fates. Well, you're only losing fifty about fifty no. points of fates. Right, but you lose the actions too. So now you're down to back to three at four actions. As opposed to six or seven, however many you have. But there should be plenty to just continue to blast the map. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Expe- especially if you're playing the Exospecs Batman. Right. I think, I think that that's key. Everyone's using the knock him back into the wall version. But I think you've got to do the Exospecs. And that goes back to my pacing even against the uh, Black Widow Marvel Marvel team, um, if you don't hit a rollout, or like a, 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 a I'm sorry, not a rollout, but a um, the Justice League Unlimited six trait, you don't have enough damage to kill Captain Marvel before they can come across the map. Yeah. Or you don't have enough um, times to shoot, but if you do it from click one on turn two, you can potentially push hard enough and she's toast. So, um, you know, I think I'm probably going to try the team, although I'm kind of on a a little bit of a vulture kick at the moment. He was playing like 60 point starter Superman on this team. I really don't know why. 
Um, so with him, with the influence ring, he can get a free attack off. Okay. So if um, so, obviously it activates Prime Batman, right? Um, but Prime Super or Superman has um, super strength, free place Batman adjacent to an opposing character. He knocked back at least one square this turn, then make a close attack targeting that character. Okay. So he can do speed plus two. So he's got. Um, uh, 12. Well, 12, the Justice 13. League team. Yeah, 13 yes. with a sidestep, so he can go 15 squares. Uh, reach out three squares with the influence ring, knock somebody back, then voop next to them, and then punch them. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, plus Martian Manhunter gets you half movement as well. So it's basically all the way across the map, and you're punching someone, you know, how many ever perplexes that you have. So, That's so, can, right. so can we take a moment real quick and talk about how maybe this is one of the best starter sets we've gotten in a long time? Because if Superman's good, we know Martian Manhunter's good, Flash is pretty good. Like, these are legit. Like, I, I can't think of another starter set outside of all the Hulks from Thor that were consistently using mm-hmm. a lot of the figures from. Like, they just work so well together. Well, so you had, so since TMT... Um, since TMT, uh, you had the Hulks, um, and then you had the, um, Fast Forces Giant Girls. Mm-hmm. Which is um, just one, one figure. One figure, yeah, the Hulks was one figure. Then TMT4, though, you got, um, all of the Turtles, the Shredder, and the Pogs. Were those the Coin Turtles, or? The Coin Turtles, yeah, the Coin yeah, Turtles. Coin turtles. Mm-hmm. Okay, then, that's that's fair, then. That's fair. Yeah, that's probably, it's probably been the best one since Turtles. Oh, well, technically, um, that was a Fast Forces, but that, they're the same thing. I'm going to count yeah, as the same thing. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, and everybody talked about them, but nobody really played them that much. But then that's again, true. that same set gave us Mudman, so. Yeah, true, I mean, true, yeah. Uh, yeah, you're right. I think it's about the same thing. But, yeah. you know, so, you know, do do I think necessarily, am, am I, am I going to say that um, Esteban loses to an Exospecs Batman? No. Will I, will it give him more of a fight than what Colin Bell's team gave him? Yes. I don't know if he beat Colin. I don't know if Colin beat. No, he lost to Esteban. He lost to Esteban, 135 to 300. Yeah, so so I don't know if, you know, I'm not going to say definitively that it'll beat it, but it'll certainly give a better fight than the non-Exospecs version. Yeah. So, um, you know, maybe I'll play that. He actually beat the Shifty Widow team. Yeah, I mean, because 300 points. Yeah, you can TK into position and get a good... Well, because he's got Superman that can just run up and punch Widow in the face. Mm-hmm. And then Batman goes, pew-pew! So... Uh, yeah. Because the shifty Widow doesn't have combat reflexes, right? That the uh, that causes all of the trouble? Yeah, it does. The can't use improved targeting widow has combat reflexes. Huh. The 001 Black Widow. 
Well, then again, I guess he can just go up and punch it, too. And just yeah. kill it. So. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So. But, yeah, again, Esteban played really well. He played super well against me. Um, you know, I think... Go sorry, ahead. I, but Superman wouldn't work against that team because you can't use stealth against it, right? Because because of their stealth, you can't use the influence ring. Um, uh, I don't guess so. Maybe, but you can just go punch them. I know that's that's a game I might want to go watch. That might be interesting to see how that actually played out. That's what I'm saying. You can he can get TK'd into <laughs> position. He can get TK'd into position to just go punch them. Yeah, I suppose that's true. Maybe it's some. I mean, I don't know. You could do the same thing with Hot Girl for half the points. Like, yeah, but in other matchups, though. But but in other matchups, he can punch twice with more damage. Yeah. Because he can CCE and then use the perplex damage on something else too. So maybe just a little bit more uh, oomph than Hot Girl. I mean, Superman's only doing three. Hot Girl's doing three, and she has Flurry. Like, I think it's Superman 60 points and has two stop clicks. I think that's the key thing is that he's just not going to die super easy because of two stop clicks. So, I like that. I get it. I like a, I like both ideas. I like I like Hot Girl too. Um. So. Um, that's true. I forgot about the stop clicks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I also did like Caleb Reddick's team with all of the Wendigos. Um, I think that that team's also good, even when Tri-Sentinel gets fixed. I guess it depends on the fix. Yeah, that's true. I'm assuming that he. I, I'm assuming that Tri-Sentinel gets nerfed into where you just play one of them. Like what? Uh, once per turn for everyone with this trait. They can use something, kind of like yeah. what they did with Proteus. Yeah, something like that, maybe. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, uh, the, uh, it's funny, this, um, I'm also playing in the Majestics qualifier, and um, there's basically a uh, post, there's basically a couple of post-rotation teams that I like. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of those is a, a Mystical plus 16 team with, uh, that David Crichton's playing with uh, the Dr. Fates for all of the actions. And then the rest of them are Wendigos and one Tri-Sentinel. Wow. Now, he is playing a uh, Pim Pocket Tank and a Bat Signal and White Kryptonite. Um, But I don't think you necessarily have to have those even for um, post-rotation play. Um, There's no IDs in this tournament, right? Right, because it's limited, yeah. Uh, he would get that would get destroyed with IDs, but that's cool otherwise. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, one Ronin yeah. ID. Uh, yeah, one Ronin ID. Well, you know, I mean, because if well, there's not uh, ancient holds not a ava- and map available in the Majestic's play. You just call, you just call in Blade, man. Blade comes in. Well, the uh, the Ronin ID can also call in Hawkeye. I was thinking more just Blade, so that way you don't get the uh, the um, Mystics damage from the Fates, because Blade has protected Mystics, I believe, so he could just come in and 
charge, uh, go to town, kill everything. And he goes and, through the stop clicks. Yeah, it's true. And he heals. Yeah, I, I, that's something. That's probably is that one of those like moments that you just want to experience once. Like I just want to experience Blade cutting through Wendigos and Fates just one time. It could be just a fun event. I don't care. I feel like that would be one of the moments where you afterwards you just sit back and feel like you need to get a cigarette or something because it was just such a great experience having Blade cut through everything. I don't think that would be a fun thing for the. Mm-hmm. I don't think. I don't think that's casual event. That's not casual. Oh, uh, it doesn't have to be a named theme team. It could be something. something <laughs> else. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, I mean, I think like absurd amounts of themes, the same theme, uh, absurd amount of theme team, and an absurd amount of Wendigo, um, is actually pretty neat. Um, in in general. Um, but yeah, no, the Doctor Fate, what, that gives you five actions with that many fates? Mm-hmm. So. It does. So, I mean, you've got uh, 18, 20 points. He's got 20 points in old stuff. So. You know, Dan, yeah. I, I, I almost wish, looking at this list of people from Heroes Throwdown, I wish they could you they could go in and change your team title, because I'm looking through the list and I see all this Captain Marvel Avengers, Captain Marvel Avengers, and they're all playing the 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 female super rare Captain Marvel. You're the all only right. one playing the Ultra Chase. But just looking at the list in general, I'm like, man, look at all those Captain Marvel Avengers teams, and then you see your name there listed. I'm like, Dan didn't play a Captain Marvel. Well, you did. You played Ultra Chase though. So correct. Just, yeah. We need an edit. We need an edit in here. Whoever runs this list, change yeah. it to Ultra Chase Captain Marvel Avengers. He does. He, he's he's actually one of our uh, patrons. Well, there you go. So good work, great work that you did with this website, but yeah. So I'm sure he'll get that updated. So, um, well, yeah. No, I'm excited. I I just uh, and maybe you know maybe I'm not quite the. Uh, Maybe I'm not quite the pilot for the Exospecs Batman team, but I think it's really good. Although I think if I had to go with a choice, I would go with Dr. Fates and Wendigos. I mean, we've talked about this before. I feel like Prime Batman has to happen to set the meta straight. Yeah, I mean, it just can't be that just, oh, we know Prime Batman's good. Nobody's going to play it. Well, I think a lot of people have to play it for it to make sense. Um, because it just is so good, right? Yeah, exactly. So it's like no, like widows are in fear of Batman at all because no one he's not being played, just period. Yeah. So it's until he gets played and wins. Hey, I'll just keep playing Captain Marvel. Black Widow. I don't even have to care about the shifting focus right now because I'm not seeing Black. Ba- I'm not seeing a uh, Batman. Prime Batman. So. Right. Yeah. So. All right. Um, you know what? I want to talk um, about two things before we get into our trouble alert um, segment. Um, 
And then uh, what's everyone? So Jeremy Christie asked, "What's everyone's thought on Popper allowing team-up cards with there only being four cards in a brick and the cost of the secondary market for these? Do they intent? Do they hurt the intent of the Popper format?" Um. So I don't think there's going to be. I don't know. You know. So the the answer is is. I'm not sure that it actually matters, Jeremy. Um, Popper already allows WWE figures that are five, six dollars a piece. The WWE ring. Um, it allows maps that are hundred dollars. Um, just because it's, and I would say maybe having easy access is not the right answer. It's players having more access to all the potential pieces, not easy access. So, I mean, to simplify simplify it, the only one we're really concerned about is Amazo, right? Yeah, really. For Popper, I suppose, yeah. So, I mean, would everyone be happier if they just said no Amazo team-up cards? Because you essentially lose Amazo's uh, hindrance. Like, the reason Amazo in modern, the team-up cards are great, but you have to deal with no sideline. Well, in Popper, there's really not a sideline anyway outside of Shifting Focus because you can't play a trouble alert. So he gets kind of an added buff with the team-up cards because outside of, well, Highlander too. So, I mean, all the negative aspects of playing an Amazo team-up card is gone because right. it's already Highlander and there's really not a sideline you could play. So... I think the question is, should Amazo be allowed to use team-up cards? Sure. I see absolutely no re- no reason why not. Yeah, I think the price market for them will chill out a little bit, but I don't know. I guess it depends on how popular Amazo becomes. And it's, it just depends on how yeah. popular popular is. I mean, for these online events, right, like the Rock Online requires – you know, ownership, the origins of it's going to require or, uh, ownership of ownership. the figures. Um, you know, I'm sure the price will drop by the time States comes around. Well, they're not even doing a second States this year, right? Right. So it doesn't mm-hmm. really matter for an in-person event this year. So, I mean, I, I think realistically, Jeremy, you have nearly a year to – uh, procure the cards before the next in-person popper states event. Yeah, outside of maybe yeah. regionals or something that happened. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, except for the online stuff. I mean, and you can borrow for the online stuff and um, so there's just not enough times that it does matter for it to matter. Right. Right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Mr. Colin Bell that we were just talking about earlier, um, who I want to see play Exospecs on the team. Come on, Colin. Um, and um, he asked, uh, so we did get a picture of the booster art for Fantastic Four, and there is a God Doom. What do you think his point value and rarity and dial will look like? Just don't. It's your wild, I guess it's your wild-ass prediction at this point. Hmm. 
Mm. Well, he's got to have at least a 300-point dial, right? Like, <laughs> uh, so, God, God Doom's from Battleworld, is that right? Secret Wars, yeah. Mm-hmm. Secret yeah, Wars? Yeah, he he created Battleworld, right? Yeah, so he yeah, should he have he should have one of those Baron of Battleworld or God of Battleworld traits where he gets like leadership and perplex and a special perplex or something, right? Isn't that what they were back in Battleworld? Yeah, so plus two perplex to other characters and uh, yeah, yeah. He needs like a Mortal Kombat fatality power because he just rips. Thanos' spine out of his body. (laughs) (laughs) If an opposing character named Thanos is on the board, if you hit instant KO. It's like double power action KO Thanos. (laughs) That makes me sad. (laughs) Can you imagine playing an ultra chase and roll it to that event? And you're like, oh, oh man. So, so son of a bitch. (laughs) <laughs> so I get um, you know I get that Doom we think should have a 300 point line um, you know and I get the starter one's playable at 100 right you've been messing around with that Jason mm-hmm. um, so what I would like to see is something along the lines of chase store playability Oh yeah, yeah. That'd be from good. from Captain America and the Avengers, where it's like, you know, it doesn't have to be one twenty five, seventy five, and fifty, but give me where you can get a three hundred point God Doom team that actually kicks ass. Yeah, that'd be great. All right, I have a bold one for you. What if they gave him a Beyonder type dial? Hmm. Well, he was he was powered by the Beyonder, right? Exactly. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, get, what if they gave him mm-hmm. the the Beyonder type thing? I mean, he, Beyonder was kind of broken until they fixed him, right? So maybe have some sort of aspect where he just he needs tokens taken off in order to die or something. I don't know, something crazy. Because this is yeah. one they, of the, they, they, so they ever actually crazy. did they what? ever actually say in the comics comics how he was defeated? Oh, I can't remember. It's been so long since I've read that. Yeah, that's kind of they just kind of um, it's kind of they kind of just zoomed ahead after that one. How was God Emperor Doom defeated? Um, yeah, it doesn't actually say. Um, yeah, oh, let's see if I can find it here. I got I got my Marvel Unlimited here pulled up. Yeah, it doesn't actually say that, as far as I can tell. Um, I guess it says that, and I don't know if this is correct or not, because I've been fooled by the internet before. Um... um he took possession of Claw's body and used Claw's arm to trick Doom into losing control of his stolen power of reclaiming it and defeated him. The bond Beyonder vanished with Doom and Claw. Um, this is Beattle World Beyonder. Um, anyways, so 
I guess if he gets like negative two defense and claw gets plus two attack against claw. All I know is it's it's gonna have to be amazing. Like, can you think of a more anticipated figure in HeroClix right now? Like in recent memory? No. We've been expecting him for like every set, haven't we? Like it, everyone's like, oh, it's a Batman set. Where's Doom? You know, they've said this all the time, especially when Battleworld came out. Everyone's like, ah, Doom's going to be in it. He has to be. So we're finally getting him. So it has to be good. Can you imagine the outrage if the dial is like bad somehow? Like they just botch it completely? Oh. Yeah, if it's bad, it's like... <laughs> now, it doesn't need to oh, be man. broken. I mean, yeah, I don't think... people will be so pissed. It doesn't need to be broken by any means, but I think it's just got to be great stats, uh, have a point line above 300, I think, just for those type of games, but something that's just nasty, but not broken. That's the key thing. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. He better be good. That's all I can say is uh, I, I just hope he's good so I don't have to see 5,000 Facebook posts on how bad he is. And then you'll see all these people <laughs> trying to play him regardless. Yeah, I think that's fine. So, um, well, let's talk about some trouble alerts and troublemakers. Um, so which way do we want to go? Do we want to go from bad to worse? Or, I'm sorry, bad to worse. From bad to good? Um, on what we think about is the the worst of these. So we're talking about these as strictly sideline pieces, right? Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, there's no doubt some of these... Yeah, I think we're just stick with sideline, because down the road we could always talk about like yeah. Brainiac's great filler, Grodd's great filler, but even Wonder Twins is great as as a piece. But right. I think people are wondering, all right, I'm not looking to play these Justice League. I'm playing a Marvel team. Who do I have to have? Because right. come rotation, your sideline's empty outside of shifting focus and right. Jason Weingart. So. Yeah. So let's just start. It's a good one. So... Um, you know, let's just do bottom, middle, and top. You you did yours with grades. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I think I think we will note that if they're good for main force and why. Um. So Wonder Twins, they're they're probably the absolute worst for ten points on their sideline. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't I can't think of like a worst trouble alert to have. Yeah, but, if yeah. you have options, I mean, it's just, it makes no sense to play the Wonder Twins. They're just so bad. I mean, sure, you're looking at it saying, 10 points, three clicks. But it's like, okay. Now, they don't do anything. <laughs> yeah. Now, 25.6 clicks on the main force, they're fantastic. Yes. Yeah. It's as if you don't ever want to have just one twin. You want both twins, which is the 25.1. 10 point, think of it as just having, what are the names, Johnny? I don't know his name. Like, just one twin. And nobody wants that. Yeah. 
I don't remember their names. Zan and Zan and Jaina. Jaina. Okay. I, I was out of J. So. Right. Then again, ten points. <laughs> Force blast. Mhm. They could pick Force Blast. There, there you go. Yep, yeah, Force Blast. Yeah, close combat expert. Right. No. <laughs> yeah, just not quite worth it. No. Um, now the next, so you have next on your list here, Aquaman at the, near mm-hmm. the bottom. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to go ahead and just add that Aquaman is potentially near broken in Golden Age. Yeah. Um, as a main force figure, or even as a sideline figure, uh, the Black Glove demon, demon team can easily get out of trouble alert. Aquaman can come out and make another average, make an average fish, which that average fish can then miss autonomously and start the Black Glove demon combo over again. Um, it's really, really crazy. Um and then on top of that, Blade, or I'm not Blade, but Vulture can tank something, kill the average fishes with the tank, and build up like half a kajillion charges with that away. But that's not, is that off of Trouble Alert, or is that you actually playing Aquaman? Yeah, that, that one's you, you off, off of you playing Aquaman. Yeah, if I'm sitting there, because keep in mind when you're playing Trouble Alert, you crit missed. Or you missed basically all of your attacks that turn. Three attacks, which is probably the average. So you're in dire straits. You probably don't want to be bringing in an Aquaman. Right. So totally agree. <laughs> totally agree. Um, True. Also at the bottom, uh, you know, is Hot Girl. Um, so disappointing. If the average bird had blades, I might move her up to maybe play. Yeah, uh, Hawkman's worse than Hawk Girl, I think. But yeah, they're both not great. I mean, if you really just wanted to have her on the board for some reason and wanted another trouble alert, because she could pop out those average birds and they could just keep missing, and you could just bring in another trouble alert, right? So. True. But I don't know why on earth you'd want to do that. But no, I mean it's only the third miss that allows you to get it. So yeah. So um, yeah, Hawkman just is bad down there. Um, fun fact. Fun fact. I, I didn't realize this till I was looking at their dials. They share similar dials. Her first click when she goes to click two is the same as Hawkman's first click, but he has the special power. And his second click is like her first click, but they switch. So it's like a little thing you may not have noticed because they have the special relationship. They share powers and abilities when they go to their second click. They like switch off what the other person had on their first. It's kind of just kind yeah. of a odd little thing I noticed. I was like, ah, that's a nice. neat little neat little design thing. Maybe somebody at WizKids is like, oh, someone noticed. Thanks. Huh. You're probably the first person that's ever noticed that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I see it, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so I also agree that uh, Adam is down below. Yeah. Adam, yeah. I, I, Adam's one of those ones that you look at Adam, you get him and you get his click, 
and you look like look at his dial and you're like adam is an awesome great support powers and everything and in your mind you're like oh so when he's trouble alert he has those support powers but he doesn't he gets to his garbage clicks when he goes to trouble alert so if they had just given him one click his one damage power he would be great because he has leadership outwit and prob like that's awesome he would be almost top tier but they yeah. did it for some reason they just they were like no nope. Trouble alert, he's just going to be Battle Fury. Yeah. So. Yeah, he got hosed. Now, Superman, you have him as a D. I'm going to say that Superman is at least mid, hot, top of mid-tier. I had him... Hmm. Uh, let, me, let me defend first, and then you can say why. I had him... Hot up, upper C, almost B, until I kept reading his powers and reading, looking at his stats, and that completely made me realize he's way too many points. He's the most cost of trouble alert at 40 points. And that spinning around them is super fast, usually works. Sounds great on paper, but the likelihood of it actually working is not good. So... That's right. my only caveat with that. So I would say he's maybe at least worth consideration for your ninth slot. Okay. Because, you know, you've got four troublemakers and then 16 trouble alerts. So, you know, you might want multiples of other ones. So Superman's at least on the consideration for... Um, your ninth slot, depending on what you have, right? And this all goes back to, you know, you can't, not everybody's going to be able to afford, you know, slotting out nine Brainiacs, right? You don't right. say. Yeah. You don't, yeah. Um, Unless you're Jason, apparently. Goodness. Yeah, Mr. Three I don't Brainiacs. Have, I'll, yeah, I only have three, not nine. Okay. Yeah, but the set's been out a week. <laughs> just wait, just wait. Hey, hey, I worked hard for that, okay? <laughs> no, to the grind show. Have, I'm, I, this is all speaking out of jealousy. Pure jealousy. <laughs> I also got very lucky. Uh, I didn't pull one, but I got lucky otherwise trying to find them. Yeah. Makes sense. <laughs> um, so I, I want to cover troublemakers separately than trouble alerts. Um. Because let's go on to the next one. So this one, so I guess we're kind of up to mid-tier at this point. Um, So next, you you know, you kind of have Batman next. Uh And I think Batman just got outclassed by Black Vulcan and Samurai. Yeah. If you're looking, considering him just for poison, yeah, they just do it better. Yeah. Now, he does have Outwit, and he's the only one that can come in with Outwit besides Green Arrow's Pog, but Green Arrow's Pog goes to your opponent, so that doesn't help you. Yeah. Um, so, I would say Batman is probably at worth at least a slot 8 consideration. Yeah. Yeah. He's just, uh, he's just most likely going to die. That, yeah, that's, that's the reason yeah. I had him low, is because... If you're counting on him coming out turn two and pulse waving, 
that's very unlikely to happen because one, he's either going to die from an opponent, or two, you're going to roll the trouble or power, and he takes one damage and he's bad. He's got prop, but he's still bad at that point. Right. So, yeah, I mean, weakness is pretty bad too. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But if you can bring him out and then stop the opponent from attacking you for a turn, you know, that's when he comes in on that eighth slot, I think. Yeah. I mean, he's got so, stealth and a, like a 19 defense up close. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Robin... I think Robin's solid. I think Robin's probably goes back down to that ninth slot. Um, but he's only 20 points for a perplex. Um, and kind of an irrelevant weakness. Um, I, I, I don't agree to how high you have Apache Chief ranked. Yeah, I debated about Apache Chief. Don't read it. Robin, just to go back to Robin. I almost wanted to put him lower, only because of the amount of perplex in the game currently. Like, having additional perplex is fine, but there's so much in the game currently. Like, how much we modify figure stats is crazy. So, bringing in a Robin who's probably going to die quickly, because he's only two clicks long, I feel like... You don't need the extra perplex. You probably need the prob or the outwit or another attacker at that point. I don't know if bringing in Robin to boost a defense by one and then die is worth losing 20 points for. So most of this I kept in mind was what is the likelihood of any team I'm playing, I'm going to bring in Robin. So I guess if it's a team that's lacking perplex, maybe. But if you're bringing in a trouble alert, then things are going south. So... I don't know if one perplex is going to solve that equation. So that's why I have him a little bit lower. I almost wish I had put him a tiny bit lower than that. But, yeah, that was why. I, I He's only so high because perplex is a top three skill. When I even mentioned that in there. It's just one right. of the best powers out there. So. Um, so what about... Um, why is Apache Chief so high, considering that a trouble alerts take damage potentially each turn? I like Apache Chief just because if you could keep him alive two turns, because your probability of rolling the trouble alert thing is what, 33%? It's right? 50%. It's 4 through 6. Oh, 4 through 6. Sorry. So, yeah, it's 50%. Um, I feel like he's still going to survive two turns because he's got an 18 defense top dial. And two super senses. The other thing is that he's the only bring-in person with Quake, I believe. So if you need Quake, you need the knockback, you need something like that, he is technically the only person that could do it, and he's the highest. I don't think anybody else has an 18 defense. So he's built to survive a little bit. I just like the fact that he could potentially just keep getting stronger. His potential is unlimited as long as you keep rolling really well so that's why i have him higher is because of his potential and i think he's very underrated but i can understand understand people putting him lower okay that's fair like right now i have him in grade c and my order on the the article 
these are in whatever order per grade. So I'm not saying Apache Chief is better than Batman. I'm okay. saying grade C, all of these are considered decent, but they're not great. And I put that in the disclaimer at the top. They're not in order. They're oh, in okay. order of grade. So anything in grade C is better than grade D. But so Apache Chief, I don't think he's better than Batman, but I think he has his place, especially if you need a quake to knock people back or you have a team built around being able to because they can be healed. Right. So you, if you have a way to just keep them alive, he could potentially change the game because he could just keep getting big man tokens and he could be a 13 attack with crazy reach and more damage it, it, he just he has the most potential out of any figure just because you keep him alive he's going to keep growing so that makes sense um so next on the list we got green arrow um i think green arrow is tier a if your team does not use any equipments Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Gulliver is tier A on Jason Jason teams without equipment. Mm-hmm. I would I would also say, and I put this in the article, uh, Green Arrow is also grade A if you have a hyper, uh, like an alpha strike team. So if you could get into your opponent's starting zone, like turn one, turn two, and you flub and you just you miss or you crit miss, bring in Green Arrow because they have to generate Gulliver, and then you're right there in the starting zone to just kill Gulliver, and you now have a full point Green Arrow. So Alpha Strike has a potential yeah. to actually make you good. Hmm. Yeah, that's not bad. I like it. It's just, uh, and there might be play. The thing is, is that this is all optional, right? So when you're doing, calling in a trouble alert, if your team is, you know, if I'm playing a team that, uh, Immortal Hulk, so I've got the doc, I got the arms, I've got Magneto with a ring, I got, you know, I'm fully equipped, and I'm doing well, but maybe I'm not hitting so well because they have a bunch of equipment too. I mean, you can, you can weigh your odds about whether you think your opponent's going to ro- roll that one with Gulliver. Um, it, it's just you have to play that game where you're like, okay, I don't mind if I lose my objects. Like, you, If you're playing one or two objects, you can weigh, okay, if I lose my objects, that's not that big of a deal because they're losing all three of theirs, and theirs might be essential, um, whereas mine are just convenient. So it, it, it's one of those where it, you, get the, you get the option of, oh, okay, I can do this if I want to. I don't have to, though. Like, I don't have to play Green Arrow. His stats are just too good, though, I think. So. Yeah, I agree. And his, no. uh, and his weakness is not that, not that relevant either. Yeah. If, you're, if, you, if you run into his occasional weakness, you were playing him wrong somehow. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, he can negate that pretty easy. Yeah, sidestep. I mean, he shouldn't be next to anybody when you bring him in. Right. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then you wind up with, uh, if you can get him on click one, I mean, yeah, he's like, what? He gets plus one to all his stats, right? So. Uh, yeah, he, he gets he gets pretty nasty. His stats don't get I mean, cr- crazy good at click one, but. 
well, he'd be like twelve for three with RCE. In like no, he doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't get. He just gets brought to click one. He doesn't get to modify his combat values. Oh, that's only if he was forty points. Right. Yeah. Okay. But still, I mean, a free figure that's eleven for two with RCE and precision strikes, not bad. <laughs> well, t- ten for two, yeah. Then if he gets to heal up, yeah, I get what you're saying. No, he's eleven for he's eleven for two on his top click, but he heals up, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. If he heals up, yeah, yeah. Makes sense, yeah, yeah. So, um, so someone asked me why I played samurai. On an online event. Um, and I said, because I didn't think that three black Vulcans would be believable. <laughs> um, so, um, Samurai is good. All right. I think Samurai is really good. Um, his weakness is largely irrelevant right because these things are optional right you don't have to bring him out versus shifting focus widows um but the ability to force blast someone then give them an action token is really really good yeah Yeah. Uh, same reason superman's good right um you know being able to give your opponent being able to outpace your opponent is going to be is really powerful. It always has been. I feel like Samurai is very underrated. Like when you think of all the trouble alerts, everyone's just talking Black Vulcan and Firestorm and Brainiac. Like no one I know is really talking Samurai. Yeah, I mean I've got to say I mean I'll play Samurai in probably my like sixth or seventh slot. Yeah, I I might play him more in my fifth. Like he's just because of the force yeah. blast phasing TK and the fact that he could you could bring him in to TK somebody forward and they might remove a token. Yeah, because because it's for either you force blast or you TK or bring him into poison or bring him into charge exploit. Like there's he has so much versatility that he could cover so many. He could phase and teleport and just carry your person out because he's got flight. Like, he just has a lot of options, and he doesn't get worse when he takes damage. Like, he gets worse to, at click three because he loses exploit, but even then he goes up to a three damage. So it's just, he's good all dial, and his powers are traded. Yeah. So there's really yeah. not a downside to him. Yep. Yeah. Um, Green Lantern. Um, I I like him. I like him more main force now than I do on the sideline. Um, he's competing for that slot with um against um the Wonder Twins now. Yeah, that's true. With the barrier, yeah. The barrier, the you know. And he brings another enhancement to the table, right? He doesn't die to ace. Like, the you know, he can pump Batman back up with more enhancements after the Fates die against ace, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he's got a whole dial of enhancement. Uh, I like it. I, I like him. Yeah. yeah, he's really solid. Now, he doesn't have six clicks of barrier like the Wonder Twins do. Um, 
Or any willpower. Why, why does he have willpower? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. He's Green Lantern for crying out loud. Maybe this was the Green Lantern that Batman stole the ring from at some point. That's Hal Jordan. So uh, maybe he wasn't willpowery in the Justice Friends. So I guess. I guess. I have no idea. Um, I know it just pisses me off. That's just the whole thing about Green Lantern is that they have will that they should have willpower. <laughs> they just do that way too much. And just, uh... Green Lantern's another one of those figures that you almost wish he had that damage power to bring in Cairo. Because Cairo's yeah. awesome. Like he's great, but if he if he had was able to bring in Cairo, then Green Lantern would be just stupid. So yeah, but no, but that's what we're working up to. We're working up to things that are just stupid. That's true. That's true. So yeah, he could have uh, done it. Would have been fine. Yeah, missed missed opportunity. Just just have him do it right. Like why even come? Uh, there's why just why not? Dude, yeah. Dude, why can't he do that? Just convince me otherwise, right? Yeah. Why, why didn't Adam get Why didn't Adam get his damage power like you said? Like, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Just, just yeah. Just make it happen. Um, Wonder Woman. Um, you know, I think Wonder Woman competes also with Superman and Batman, uh, just from that token ability. I think what propels her higher is just she's the only one with leadership and that drive. Yeah. Like I mean, if you're playing Justice League, then you don't need the leadership generally. But a lot of teams could use an extra leadership. Yeah, especially if you run out there and you miss and then Wonder Woman can then charge with that fourth action and then get you maybe that attack that can matter in. Yeah. Yeah. And even if you're out of action, she can still try to token somebody because it's free for her to do that. Right. Yeah, if I'm only playing one of every trouble alert and not doubling up, she has been, before we got the Justice League one, she's always been my number two. I always have her for that leadership. I might have leadership on my team, but when I need her, I probably need leadership for some reason. So that's the that's what propels her higher than the others. Like the lasso thing, not bad. I mean, decent chance to hit it. Pretty cool. Um but it's the leadership, just being able to have another one in there to give you a little extra own flight dance set in a, in a turn is huge. Yeah. So, which doesn't help with Justice League teams because you already have like 20 actions. But yeah, hey, well, yeah. she could leadership. She has Justice League, so she can leadership tokens off. So. Yeah, yeah, she's good main force too, potentially. Yeah, for a 30 point leadership. Um, Flash. Man, our boy Flash, I think, is just always near the top. Um, but he has been outclassed. Um, and by the way, how do we get a, uh, a Flash that can fly, finally? Like, why is he the right. only Flash that can fly? <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. It's odd. Yeah. But hypersonic, ten attack, precision strike with a with a somewhat irrelevant weakness, and then prob. He's he's really good. He's just solid, right? He's just like he's like a Hulk. 
right? Like he's good at what he does, but he's not over the top fantastic at what he does. I think his biggest detriment is the fact that you gotta when you bring him out, you have to attack and do something because his second and third click are the most confusing clicks I've seen in a long time. Right. Pulse wave, TK Hypersonic. Yeah. I hypersonic pulse wave, like next to what Jason said with Green Lanterns not having willpower, hypersonic pulse wave has always been one I've always scratched my head at. Right. Yeah. Outside of figures who could com- combo them, because there was one or two, I think, that could use hypersonic pulse wave. But just period. Oh, I've got a hypersonic pulse wave. All right, we'll choose one <laughs> and figure that out. Yeah, it's like, it's like always what Silver Surfer got. It always just pisses me off. <laughs> well, now the new like, Silver Surfer can do that. They, yeah, it took them, what, yeah, all this time, so almost 20 years to get that figured out. <laughs> right. Yes. They're like, ah, we should make them work in tandem. Genius. Yeah, they were probably listening to me bitch about it, you know, every so often on the podcast, and finally said, oh yeah, we can do that. Right. <laughs> so, so now I'm take credit for it. Yeah, why not? Might as well. So now we're at the tippy, tippy top, boys. Mm-hmm. Our last two. Now I think I think the next one in the number two slot. Now is Firestorm. But I think Firestorm also falls in with Flash that you have to be able to bring out Firestorm and attack with him that turn. Yeah. And, I, and I, people need to remember when we talk about number two, I mean, we're obviously, this is dependent on your matchup, clearly. Because there's going to be instances where number five makes a whole lot more sense than number two, like Firestorm. Right. But yeah, I think no, I think mm-hmm. what we're gonna say from number one, Firestorm has fallen back a bit. Yeah. Um, you know, Firestorm is really freaking amazing. Now, Firestorm's also forty points. He's 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 the same cost as Superman. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, Firestorm has made a difference in some matchups. Um, with, with being the points on, but the point. The changer. Um, so, um, you, know, you got to be careful with Firestorm. Firestorm's a big dog. Um, now, number one, the new big dog for Super Friends, Black Vulcan. Um, can we talk about how crazy, if you're bringing him out, and he gets to do penetrating poison, then a triple target energy explosion that's penetrating. That's just insane. That's insane, yeah. And his, yeah, he's just so good. It's triple target, yeah. That's up there with using Blade to kill a bunch of Wendigos. Right, yeah. If you want, if you run up and you see a bunch of Wendigos and you miss against them, you can still poison one to death and then triple target penetrating energy explosion potentially the rest of the team yep that's a bit ridiculous um i mean you talk about a 10 attack but you know if you're in that dire of a stretch just roll your dice maybe your three misses have led to you being able to hit this next attack i don't know 
every and also every trouble alert has ten attack, I believe. Every single trouble alert. Yeah. Well, let's cause true. let's cause trouble has more, but trouble alerts all have ten starting. Yeah, but then his second click, if he takes damage, he goes to an eleven. Eleven. Yeah. Yep. So let's talk about like if he comes out, deals and deal, doesn't attack, takes a damage from his um, trouble alert the next turn, and then he goes to eleven, penetrating poisons again maybe, then has an eleven attack, triple target energy explosion, pushes onto his last click where he's got probability control and reroll of senses. Like you're talking about a back to back turn there that's just crazy for the only potential cost of twenty five points. His occasional weakness is lame also. Like, you won't have to worry about it. Not really, no. Not, in, not on any kind of piece that can kill Vulcan. Exactly. I guess he took, they took Solomon Grundy's pants off and put them on him, I guess, as his weakness, right? <laughs> Barrier, yeah. <laughs> Being forced to wear pants, my occasional weakness. <laughs> I mean, Grundy uh, wants pants, and Vulcan's got them and doesn't want them. It, that's, you know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what it is with DC characters and their pants, but <laughs> so, um, so I think so. Rick Ryan asked, um, "What is your um, number one pick for um, both of those?" And then, so I think my answer for um, the trouble alerts is Black Vulcan, followed yep. up followed up by Firestorm for sure. Yep. Now, obviously, if you're playing against a team that's just a bunch of invincible, then you don't obviously want to play back Black Vulcan. You'll pick Batman to outwit it. I don't know. These are all circumstantial regarding what team you're playing against. We're talking purely. Sure. What you want on your sideline? What what knives do you want in your Swiss Army knife for when things go bad? And Black yeah. Vulcan is probably the one you're using the most. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. So, um, we've got four troublemakers now. I uh. I was originally, admittedly torn on troublemakers to start out with, and I've really had to um, play them quite a bit to be able to under fully appreciate their value um, in the meta. Um, so I think that there's actually times and abilities are time and where those they just make sense um so let's talk about them um i think all four of them are playable um they each have their own unique situations they can be used in um but unfortunately there's got to be one towards the bottom right yep um and that's Black Manta. Hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm actually kind of torn. I think because I put them both in the same category, I believe. I think 
I think Lex might actually be worse. I agree. I think Mane is better than Lex. Really? Mm-hmm. Lex only brings precision strike and enhancement to the table. He doesn't really bring anything extra. Manta has the one-two combo of his powers, which could be great if he hits. Because mm. when he hits, after resolutions, choose one, place a hit character adjacent to Manta, or generate a water terrain marker in his square and the hit character square. So if you do that, you put the water in there, then he can activate set the oceans on fire, and then you could potentially also deal that opposing character with one penetrating damage. That's so a one-two combo that's real good. Deal two exploit, and you penetrating poison him essentially penetrating damage him but you got to roll well and you got to make sure you hit mm-hmm. lex offers support powers like enhancement and mm-hmm. that's about it it's just lex also has the cake thing which people take too much credit for because he's not going to last for it yeah so but he's great for enhancement and he's great for the 11 precision strike that's the, that's why i put him in this grade is because 11 11 attack precision strike for three damage is good, just period for ten points. Yeah. So you you can't really put any of these, like you said, Dan. You'll want to probably probably play all four. You can't put these anything below grade C because they're still decent pieces even if they have suspect powers. Right. Now I would say Manta also comes in really good on the Majestics event because Flashpoint Flood Map is legal. Yeah. So you can nearly almost always exploit him. Um, but so, yeah, so Lex, I think, definitely excels on main force for scientist theme teams and even in Justice League theme teams. Um, but, you know, I think Lex just offers more flexibility than, than Manta. That's why I would put Lex a little bit higher. Lex, but, is, Lex is just missing a power. That's the problem. Lex, Lex is missing that ability to deal the to deal the damage, right? Like yeah. every other what's caused trouble has Manta has if they're in water, Grot has if they're in hindering, and Brainiac has if they're on elevated. So Lex needed if they're in obscuring terrain, which I know is that means nothing. But if you go to WWE which is going to be a popular map, it has a ton of obscuring, then he would be relevant there. But they, they didn't give him a power like that. So, sure. okay. Yeah. All right. So as far as troublemakers go, is your number one Grodd or Brainiac for your sideline? Uh, Jason, do you want to go first? I- I like Brainiac. I don't know. Why do I you do. like Brainiac more than Grodd? Uh, he's packing out with um, instead of Empower, which is probably overall more useful. And uh, triple, just, I don't know, free triple targeting capacity. I just like, I, don't, I guess, better than the Mind Control. Well, so Grodd also has Quake. Yeah, he does. Yeah. So I, I will play the other side. I think Grodd is actually better than Brainiac. The more that I've looked at him. Um, he only has a 10 attack. That's the only downside to him. Like, I wish he had a 11. Yeah. But he has the lower attack. Yeah. He, he has the flexibility to go ranged or close 
combat. Like he could go into Quake or he could lead climb to mind control. It's more likely that your character is going to be unhindering than elevated. Unless you're on like Ancient Hold or something where you're clearly on elevated. But I feel like you're more likely to be unhindering. So I, I feel like... I get it. Brainiac's amazing. I think he's amazing as a main force more than a trouble, uh, more than a let's cause trouble. I think Grodd just has that flexibility of both sides where maybe you're, maybe you trust, maybe you think that you have really bad dice rolls. And so you're like, I'm going to play more trouble alerts than let's cause troubles. So maybe you just only put in Grodd and I feel like you have the flexibility of going, oh, he can either quake or he can mind control. Both of those are good. Whereas Brainiac can only in-cap, right, for his phasing, so yeah. which is still good, but I feel like Mind Control or Quake is arguably better. So it's just the, the minus one attack, the only 10 attack as opposed to 11 kind of sucks, yeah. but I, I, like, I arguably like Grodd better because of his versatility. Right, so I think that you for sure play these guys at slots three and four. So if one and two are Black Vulcan and Firestorm, slots three and four are a Brainiac and a Grodd. Now, if you can't get your hands on a Brainiac and you can get your hands on a second Grodd, I think you can play two Grodds um, more and be fine. Um, I'm, I'm a big fan of the Quake to just end the game. Um but Brainiac totally has his uses for like ancient or King's Tomb, um, and then some of the other mass metal metal arena and that sort of thing. Now, Jason, I have to know: Did you vote Brainiac the highest because you have three of him? No. <laughs> I'd like to have three Grods too, but I just haven't had any luck finding them yet. No, I haven't either. I've got one. I pulled two, I but one. I, I traded him away for one of the other chases. That I, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I just like I like them both a lot. I don't know. I just like yeah. like the the pacing with the incapacitates really good. It's, it's it's a bigger range. The outwit's really good. I don't yeah. know. I would say I don't to think answer, go wrong with either one of them. To yeah. answer Rick Ryan's question, I think you absolutely would need to have both Brainiac and Grodd. But I think if you had to force me to only having one, I think I would have to say Grodd. Yeah, or if you're playing like a Black Widow team where most of your sideline is shifting focus or something like that. Yeah, you could get away with just Grodd and and Brainiac or just Grodd. Um, It really just depends because Brainiac is just ridiculously priced right now. So Grodd, I think, is cheaper. Like, yeah, I feel like he bit. is. Yeah. So you could probably yeah. get away with getting him instead. I mean, you could get away with getting a Black Manta or a Lex, too, um, just to have an extra figure to put on there for 10 points to add a little oomph to, oh, you crit hit or you hit three times. So Yeah. Now, I would say that uh, Brainiac is just one of the most excellent filler pieces ever. Um, and what and what these and what this set has shown me is that I had better never ever see again. Um, I want to call it um, perplex being 15 points. 
a support power is only worth 10 points now. Yeah. Yeah. If Outwit is only 10 points on Brainiac, you can't tell me that Prob and Perplex and Support and Close Combat Expert is worth more than those powers now. So, um, if they continue to give us trouble makers that have 10 point of support powers, sign me up because I would like a 10 point themed, uh, 10 point, um, relevantly named or relevantly, uh, generic keyworded prob piece or perplex piece. Yeah. Dan, can I ask you a quick question? Yeah. You played with the Let's Cause Trouble in a recent tournament, right? Uh, yeah. Were you more likely... Did you ever call them in, and if you did, was it more likely because you crit hit, or because of the you hit all opposing targets with the third attack or whatever? I, I never brought in a Let's Cause Trouble. Did your opponent ever? Because I'm wondering... Yeah, so, my, so I did in the Majestics event when we were on the water map... Mm-hmm. Um, they brought in a Black Manta and dealt my team one penetrating damage. Because I'm really curious about the likelihood, if you're significantly more likely to crit hit as opposed to made the third attack this turn to hit all opposing targets. Like, that's yeah. a lot more restrictive than people think. Mm-hmm. Whereas Trouble Alerts, you just got to miss three. But, like, me and Jason, I think we discovered this when we were practicing. We- Mm-hmm. You have to hit all opposing characters. So if you miss one, like you multi-target and miss one, well, that cancels this because you have to hit yeah. all of your opposing characters. I mean, I did it. I brought it in like what turn two and we played, right? Uh, yeah. And, that, and it was Gra that I brought in. Uh, at the well, time. No, you, you did a Vulcan. You did a no. I know you did a no, Vulcan. I brought I brought in I brought in Grodd and Vulcan. Oh, you're uh, right. You're in right, in right. back-to-back turns. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. But yeah, it, it's, it's just. It's, I think I think what the funniest thing to me would be is if you play uh, Vulture, because Vulture could easily hit three attacks in a turn and then critically miss or miss three attacks in a turn. Yeah. Um. So he could bring in a, both a Troublemaker and a Trouble Alert in the same turn. Wow. Uh, and that's just super crazy to me. Yeah, I'm just interested to see the numbers. I'm a big numbers guy, so it's like I think you're more likely to crit hit and bring one in than to make a third attack this turn to hit all opposing targets. Because do you have to hit all opposing targets for the first and second attack too? Or is it just purely the third attack to hit all opposing targets? The third attack to hit. Okay. So I guess if you play it right, it might be better. Right. Um, so I got one more question for you guys that I thought about as we were going through this. Yeah, if, if you guys are done with trouble alerts. Yeah. I is 2x2 okay. is two two Magneto the new Groot? Hmm. He's better than Groot, I think. He does more, probably, than Groot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so just unthemed for unthemed leadership, um, TK, Retail, Sidestep Flight, uh, and Master of Magnetism. Yep. 
Yeah. He's um, very good. Yeah. He gives you so much uh, flexibility with moving. Just being able to just move one person, one square. I mean, that's still huge. Yeah. So I would say uh, to borrow a uh, sudden death, if you don't have your 2x2 Magneto, acquire one sooner than later. Yeah, they're getting pretty pricey. I think I got mine when they were still 20. I don't know if he's still 20 or not. Yeah, I was going to look. Because we're getting, we're kind of getting in the twilight of the X-Men set when yeah. the availability is gone and people are now just trying to get what they can get. Yeah, he is 37-ish dollars. Oof. 38-ish dollars. So. Yeah. Yeah, he's like the cheapest ones, like thirty-one ninety-nine. It's available for sale right now. Yeah, he kind of bounced around because I think people are still unsure about pricing. So, because uh, one on May twenty-fifth sold for like twelve dollars, but that's just one of those eBay random. Someone got really lucky. So it's he's going to be in the mid thirties uh, as scarcity grows, and he's mm-hmm. just an all-around just really good piece. Right. Yeah, somebody took a best offer on like nine dollars and ten cents. That guy was lucky. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> that was like a week ago. Wow. Get out of here. I should have been looking. <laughs> That's crazy. I'm looking at that one. I made twenty fifth. Yeah. yeah. That was incredibly lucky. But yeah, no he just does so much for yeah. so little. He's way better than Groot. Because Groot near the end of Groot's life wasn't getting the walking woods a majority of the time so uh, or half the time so it's i think magneto is arguably better just because what he can add to the team right um then alan dwyer left i wonder how what just wonder how jlu brainiac and jlu grod got left out i think he means got left out of the set I'm not sure what he meant by that. So, did the, are they troublemakers from Justice League Unlimited? Or are they are they from the Super Friends set? They're from Super Friends. I guess he's talking about just so, regular. So main set, set, yeah. So main set, yeah. It's because Brainiac. Oh no, I gotta look this up again. Brainiac. Yeah, we didn't get like an actual unlimited Brainiac either. Right. Oh, okay. So Justice League. Unlimited Brainiac is when he for, uh, um, combined with Lex. Mm-hmm. Um, so he did that a couple of different ways. Um, and there's a picture of Amanda Waller shooting him with a laser shotgun. That's cool. Um, yeah. So now, there was a picture that popped up at one point, remember, that was like the Brainiac-Lex amalgam. Uh, that's right i don't know where that came from we never heard anything maybe it's a connex like uh yeah we don't know yet we haven't heard anything about it but that that did pop up so that's more likely than anything right i would think yeah so gorilla garage you know what that's right because didn't gorilla garage and justice league unlimited lead the secret society like wasn't he the the leader and like in season two he was the guy that was kind of behind it yeah yeah, so we did get the Sinestro, and we got the Star Sapphire Lady, right? Wasn't she in the Secret Society, too? I can't remember now. 
Uh, yeah, she was in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Yeah, you're right. We should have gotten those. Well, there is, like, a, the Uncommon Lex, isn't he? Like, this, he's a Lex in there that was from that set, from the show. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, we didn't get a Grodd from the show at all, or a Brainiac from the show. No. It's, just one, it's just one of those, you just can't second-guess DC's choosing of figures, because it's just always going to be wrong. There's always going to be a couple figures that they just, for some reason, left out for some reason, and no one knows why. Yeah. So There's only so many, only so many slots in the set, so... Yeah, that's yep. true. Those would have been, been two good inclusions. So... Um, all right. Well, guys, what do you have for final thoughts today? Uh... I don't know. I learned how to use Roll20, so uh, if you don't know how to do it, I suggest doing it. It's pretty fun, actually. Yeah, so you're like the last person on the planet to get on to Roll20, probably? Uh, probably at least close to that. Maybe the next to last guy. Uh, I will say this. I will say this. Playing Jason online does not make me excited about the future of my children and how they may sound <laughs> in the background because his children are older than mine. And I, I hear some things. I'm like, Oh, that's going to be me. I'm not looking forward to this. I feel so sorry. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's the reason why, like one of the reasons why I wouldn't play online for the longest time. Cause they're just like, I don't know. Like, I don't know how old your oldest kids are, but like, uh, yeah, that, like my, my daughter, she's just, I don't know. Super sassy right now. <laughs> Yeah, if, I'm, if I want to play on Roll20, I just say, all right, kids, you can go play the Switch. And they'll be distracted for a good 30 minutes to an hour so I can get a game in real quick before they're, like, fighting and wrestling and screaming. So, yeah. Yeah. It's fun. But, hey, we get to play. Yes. Yeah, we got. I got to play, so I'm, I'm happy about that. And I'm even going to play in an online tournament, so, yeah. Yeah, Nate, uh, Nate posted... Um, the Discord server tonight for their uh, their online event. Um, so should be a fun tournament. So yeah, I think so. Can't seem to find there. Oh yeah, there it is. Yeah. So Nate's got his rules posted and all that other stuff. And um, yeah, I think he said next weekend. Or, so the 13th, so next mm-hmm. weekend, yeah, next weekend he's going to post the the pairings during a live video and stuff, so, I don't know, if anybody listens at the end of the episode and wants to send me a message whether they want me to see me play Justice League Prime Batman or Vulture, I will accept anybody's suggestions as I formulate my team this week. I mean, you do technically have all the Wendigos. You could do that Fate Wendigo team, too. Well, I don't, yeah, but I don't have to prove ownership for this one, so. Oh, that's true. I can literally play whatever I wanted to. I mean, it I could have be, all the, It could be flexing, a little flex points. I already own all of this. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I only have play the three Brainiacs. I only have uh, 19 Wendigos right now, so. Uh, oh. Mm. Bummer. Yeah. I had to trade one off or something, so. I've got one. I've got one Wendigo. 
All right, we have 20 between the two of us. Alex, what are your final thoughts? Um, with you and 19 Wendigos and me with one, this is like uh, that thing. That, that fa- Who's the most famous uh, hockey player? Uh, shoot, now I'm blanking. Uh, Wayne, Wayne Gretzky. Gretzky. Yeah, they did a thing where it's like Wayne Gretzky and his brother scored the most points as a brother duo in hockey history and it's because his brother scored one and Gretzky scored like hundreds but technically they own the highest amount of goals scored by brothers in the NHL that's how this would be you bring the 19 Wendigos and I bring one so you know what though I know somebody that actually has 20 still so um so I'm not the most the most uh the top dog or whatever you might want to say Either way, the last thing I want to say is uh, check out our website, clipsoft.com. Clipsoft.com. So, all right. Well, I appreciate everyone listening to us, and thanks for our uh, thanks for uh, listening there. We had a little bit of break. I had uh, Theo's first year birthday party and my own birthday this past week. Woo! So we're glad to get back into the swing of things and recording more regularly. Uh, Tyler has a big boy job now, uh, so we're going to have to schedule around his uh, big boy job currently. So. Uh, we're super happy for our boy Tyler um, for getting getting into that. So uh, thanks everybody for listening to Clickstuff, and we'll talk to y'all next time. Later.